I V M. Hello and welcome to the Wire Talks. I'm Siddharth Bhatia. The release of the Hindenburg report on the Adani Group two days before its public issue set off a selling spree not just in the Adani companies but also in the Indian stock markets in general. Gautam Adani cancelled the public issue even though it was apparently fully subscribed which raised further questions and the free fall in the group company shares continues. Adani became not just a stock market issue but also a political one. Opposition politicians asked why SEBI, the regulatory institution, had not looked into the group's companies. And suddenly, short selling was also in the news. Critics said short selling was not good for the markets, despite it being an old legal practice. And was Hindenburg being unethical, releasing a report that preceded its short selling, on which presumably it made a lot of profit. To clarify this, we reached out to PNBJ, a well-known investment banker who has been a commentator on the markets with a 50-year record. An IIT graduate, he has worked with several banks, Indian and multinational, after which he started his own boutique investment bank. Vijay was associated with the business channel CNBC as a stock market expert and also associated with the BJP as its national spokesperson on economic affairs. PNBJ, welcome to the Wire Talks. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Uh, before we move further, a simple question. Is it is short selling an unethical activity? Not at all. So that um, short selling is a legitimate market activity. Everybody does it at some point in time. I've done a lot of it myself. But it's a specialized, it's not for weak hearts or uh, innocent uh, kids who are dabbling in the market. The reason is, what is short selling? In short selling, a short seller is a person, an investor, who is selling shares that he doesn't have, hoping with the analysis he has made that those same shares will fall considerably over time and he will buy those shares and make money. Let me give you a very simple example. Let me use Adani, which is right now the Kichidi of the month. Right? Okay. Adani shares about a year ago were at 4,000 rupees. Many people would have felt that the Adani shares are very highly priced because if you use conventional matrices like earnings per share, price earnings ratio, market cap to sales multiple, whatever standards, the peer group comparison, the shares are very highly priced. So you take the view, hey, listen, there's an opportunity. Let me sell these shares. These shares are bound to fall at some time. The problem is, as a short seller, I don't have the shares. And in the market, when you sell the shares, after two days, you have to deliver the shares. So what you do is, you go and borrow the shares. You tell your broker, listen, I want to short uh, Adani Enterprises about five crores. Can you arrange five crores of shares for me? He'll do it. Because in the market, this mechanism operates very well uh, for large stocks. But he says, sir, Mr. Vijay, it will cost you about 12% per month as interest on the shares you borrow. So I said, fair enough. I hope to make bigger gains. So I uh, I borrow five. I have a proper agreement with the broker, blessed by the exchange, and it's very prim and proper. Then I go into the market and sell five shares. Some Johnny, you know, God bless him, buys these shares at 4,000 rupees. Then I'm sitting. 
then uh, people realize Adani is not such a great stock to be valued at 14 rupees. And the share, as it happened, came down to 1700 rupees within one year. I made a bond, right? So what do I do? I go into the market and buy back those shares. When I buy back those shares, I invested 5 crores to buy Adani shares. Now I'm buying, I'm paying only 1.8 crores. So I squared my transaction and I made 3.2 crores profit. But it's a risky proposition, no? It's a very risky proposition and Siddharth, I'll tell you why. Because when you are a long buyer rather than a short seller, your loss is confined to your investment, right? Let's say you bought a share for 100 rupees. Let's say you bought 1,000 shares for 100 rupees. You have invested how much? 10,000 rupees. That's your loss. Let's say that share goes to zero. You're still at, you've lost 10,000 but in the case of this Adani, what I said, the damn share from 4,000, it may go to 10,000. Your loss is unlimited. There's no limit to your loss. That's why short selling is to be done by people with deep pockets and with good understanding. Now, short selling is used by for two reasons. One is for speculation, which I just now said. Short selling for speculation means you buy a stock which, based on your analysis, is bound to go down. You borrow the stock. You short sell it and then buy it back and make a, a good profit. The second is hedging. People like us who manage large portfolios use short selling for hedging. What is that? Let's say I've got um, 10 crores worth of Infosystem. Okay, I'm now getting a bit nervous about Infosystem. I find that Google is falling, Microsoft is falling, and IT sector is having layoffs and all that. So I want to be a bit careful. On the other hand, I've held this Infosys stock for a long time, and I don't want to sell the Infosystem. So I build what's called a short position in infosys, doing the same thing which I said. Then I hedge myself. So what we call is short selling is used by professional investors for speculation and for hedging purposes. Hedging being an insurance you take already against an existing. But going back to the, your first question, short selling is pretty legitimate. It happens all the time, but it has to be done very carefully. And I would suggest by very knowledgeable people with fairly deep pockets. Yeah, PN, there have been famous past instances of mega short selling, uh, for instance, during the time of Harshad Mehta in the 90s, early 90s. Yes. So at that time, there was this talk that the short sellers had actually exposed the big bull. And this time, there is a lot of criticism of the short seller. It's a very strange situation. Yeah, at that time, the, um, uh, the supposed villain was Hashad Mehta. And um, it was said that he had, uh, you know, through speculation and uh, uh, market manipulation, he had taken some of his favorite stocks like ACC and Apollo tires very high. So a group of short sellers got together and um, hammered the stock down. Their intention was to bankrupt Hashad Mehta. So the wisdom of that time was that being a crook, if you do anything to bring down the crook, you are a virtuous person. <laughs> but I think it is not wise to make judgments like that. It is, as a market participant, I can only say, short selling is a very good thing, if you ask me, because it's a governor. You know, In fact, many people will say, when the markets are uh, very down. I'll tell you an example, Siddharth. When the markets were very down in 2008 and all that, who brought the market up? Because you and I were very scared to buy the market. Everywhere there was Lehman crisis and this crisis, Merrill Lynch crisis. It is a short sell. Because the short seller said, 
मेरा पेट भर गया एंड हेविली इफ यू सी द डेटा ऑफ 2008 मार्च अप्रैल यू विल फाइंड फॉर वन मंथ द बाइंग वाज ओनली डन बाय शॉर्ट सेलर्स बिकॉज़ दे फेल्ट वी हैव मेड आवर किलिंग मार्केट्स कैन गो बिलो दिस एंड दे वेंट अप देन एवरीबॉडी वाज प्रेजिंग द शॉर्ट सेलर्स द मार्केट फाउंड अ बॉटम बिकॉज़ ऑफ द शॉर्ट सेलर्स सो शॉर्ट सेलिंग इज हिंडनबर्ग रिपोर्ट do you think that hindenburg's open admission that it is a short seller is there a conflict of interest not at all in fact most short sellers try to conceal his identity to be honest in the market a buyer also conceals his identity because he doesn't want the market to go against him a short seller also wants to conceal his identity and i was surprised that hindenburg went out and said hey guys from tomorrow morning i'm going to short sell adani If I was shorting it, I wouldn't be saying it. So it is—I don't know—maybe that's their tactic or the markets in which they operate. You see, they don't operate in the Indian market. They short sold derivatives of the Adani stock. They didn't short sell Adani stock in India because they don't uh, trade in India. So maybe those markets where you are doing—if you are doing major short selling—it's possible that you may have to inform the exchange of that fact. not very clear but uh, it's rather unusual for them to declare that what exactly has hindenburg done people are still confused no hindenburg from whatever i don't know them personally uh, hindenburg is uh, a 5 year old research firm and uh, their mission is where they believe uh, there are companies whose shares are highly inflated um, are highly inflated and are not worth anywhere near that price and this inflation is happening due to false accounting being done internally and market manipulation which both you will agree are not are highly illegal things false reporting and market manipulation they research those companies they take one or two years to research this company and bring out fairly damning reports this is their fifth report they've done and uh, To be honest, uh, wherever uh, they have done these reports in you know, post mortem, what they have said has come out right. In fact, the last one they did of a Chinese company, it got it ended being delisted from the Nasdaq, and uh, that that company has gone into insolvency. So obviously, their research so far has been good. What do you think the weakness they would have found in the Adani Group? No, that report, if you read it, it's very very. Uh, Simple. They are pointing out three or four things. Just to recap, now because it's now most people know it. On the financial side, they are pointing out two major weaknesses. Uh, one thing they are saying is this company has borrowed too much money. The what we call the debt equity ratio, we call it the level of equity or promote owners funds to the debt. It is very high by any standard, which makes this company a very weak company. They are saying. They are also pointing out that. A lot of the shares that the Adani's themselves have are pledged to banks, and they have taken more money. 
which means that doesn't really qualify as equity. Let's say, for example, uh, there's a company with 100 rupees, out of which 30 rupees is equity and 70 rupees is debt. So the debt equity is 2 is to 3.2 is to 2.33, which is quite high. Normal ratio is 1 is to 1. Now, in that 30 rupees also, if you have borrowed 25 rupees against that from banks, then your skin in the game is only 5 rupees, isn't it? So they are pointing out this company, the Adanis have very little skin in the game and it's all borrowed money that's obtained. Second point they're making is something called the current ratio. Current ratio is the liquidity the company has. They are using various parameters. They're showing that the current has to be normally 1.5, 1.6 for a good company. They're saying it's less than one. So it's saying this company will have huge liquidity problems going forward. This is the financial aspect. Second, they're saying the accounting, the statutory auditor is a very small firm. Correct. Being so, it is likely to be subject to pulls and pressure of the big people in that area, the Adanis. And uh, it's no doubt true. I serve on several boards. It's no doubt true that when a company reaches a certain level, the promoters themselves or the lenders insist on a large firm with international exposure. And Adanis have a lot of international exposure, currency exposure, translation exposure, should audit the books. The idea being is such firms uh, will not be subject to any pressure, will be impartial, will be knowledgeable. But um, that didn't happen and uh, Hindenburg pointed that out. And another important point Hindenburg made is a slightly technical point. Uh, in India, Siddharth, uh, the company to be listed, at least listed means traded on the stock exchange, at least 25% of the shares should be in public hands. And promoters cannot have more than 75%. In Adani's case, out of that 25%, the Hindenburg is saying that a large percentage is held by overseas entities whose only investment is in other shares. So they are saying the effective liquidity in the stock is very, very little, which is why MSCI is seriously thinking of moving them out of the index because MSCI is a liquidity-based index. So their point is, since there's hardly any liquidity, Mr. Radhani is able to manipulate his share prices very easily. This substance is the sort of points or allegations, we like to call them, that Hindenburg has made in their report. Now, these technical facts must have been known to a lot of people in India, no? I don't know a lot of people, but the people in, in the industry usually knew it. Yeah. I don't know, uh, surely the financial aspects which I said, um, would be known to most people. I'd say most of the lenders, at least, because lenders look at these things with a toothpick. The, uh, the liquidity aspect of it, people like me knew, because we were in the market, we analyzed companies and so on. The normal investor, I don't know how much is the free float and how much is the free uh, public shares controlled by you know entities. That's something which I would, I would say is not common knowledge. But people who are deep into the markets would know more portfolio managers, most mutual funds. Surely there was a case for SEBI to look at it at least? Yes, yes. You see, um, let's be honest. Market manipulation goes on all the time. <laughs> uh, you know, no, please, please repeat that. Market manipulation goes on all the time. Okay, in all markets. Because it's, it's greed, right? And regulators, and I should say, the Indian SEBI is very well positioned. I would say I've been in the market 
for 50 years and over time they have built up very very good surveillance software sebi and national stock exchange where it is very much within their realm to identify market manipulation meaning how do you manipulate a share you do circular trading you have three four of your own companies which keep on trading among themselves okay and it's like a spiral you take it up you know it it's you have to be very smart about it but it's not rocket science it's done so if sabi were to conduct an inquiry it will not take them more than four or five working days to establish whether there was market manipulation or not so why didn't they well uh, i think they're going to do it right a bit too late no well um, better late than never <laughs> yeah mm, yeah uh so are you suggesting that there is prima facie reason to look at i'm framing this very very carefully prima facie reason to look at something even before yes. the hindenburg report i don't have enough evidence to comment about that because it's quite a complicated question in the sense that if you look at the movement of the adani stock on the nsc it was around this level 1800000 last early march then it went up to 4000 correct in early jan so that's more than a double the rise uh, but it's happened over 9 months so yeah it's difficult to say whether there was enough red signals for sebi to suomo to launch an inquiry but lenders at least should have had some red flag yeah lenders i think but lenders were happy because they were getting their repayments it's a good question i've never thought about it that way as i think um, to be honest lenders should have been a bit more uh, on the vigilant board. because the financials are not good in adani sure and they were acquiring they acquired acc cement they acquired ndtv they were bidding for db power they were a, and they were bidding for 50 airports i mean they were a very aggressive group if i were a, one of the lenders i would have raised my hand and say hey listen let's have a chat this can't go on i would have done that but i don't know about that on the on the on the on the movement i would say probably the share movement the last few days before the issue you know uh, the issue was just pulled off you know yes the few days before the issue the share really went up whether that could have called for a quick inquiry i wouldn't know uh, but i would need more data for that uh, well i understand your uh, constraints but there was i mean the papers here never wrote about adani in any kind of investigative way uh, sebi which you said can really look at it in four or five days did not do anything lenders were happy to lend you are saying public float was low all these factors together is what hindenburg spent a year year and a half putting together and therefore there was enough material in the public domain and yet nothing happened well you know it's difficult uh, what is a public domain different constituencies to public domain there are bankers lenders they are not bothered too much about the share price fluctuation they are looking at uh, the internal financials so i feel they could have um, done something to be honest i don't think uh, there was enough let me say hawa to at least i am not so close to this transaction for sebi to just send us this thing we are investigating adani's share price movement 
So do you think Hindenburg sitting far away, a small organization of some few people, had uh, none of the constraints that Indian uh, institutions would have had, including, including trading houses? Well, you know, this financial market has the lending side and the capital market side, which in India, they're pretty well insulated. A company can be, you know, Adani in his, um, in his replies has said, I've been getting very good credit rating from the raters and, you know, they are satisfied with my financial performance. So that might have had a bearing on the lenders. On the equity side, which is where SEBI comes in, um, your point is whether the run-up of the shares over the last one year uh, justified uh, investigation by SEBI, even if there was no complaint or anything like that. That's a moot point, actually. That's a moot point. But your point is right. Hindenburg put it all together nicely. Um, there were, you know, people like Sucheta Dalal and others like that. I've been talking, writing about the Adani shares. Even one or two of the MPs had been highlighting that. So that way there was enough people like us were so much in, in this line. We all knew that these types of uh, people had been raising very major concerns. Uh, so, uh, but let us put it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. And investors have lost money. People went in at higher level. Yes, that is true. And uh, the way the shares have been falling, yeah. I was just seeing the uh, table of shares that have fallen in uh, the Adani Green. It has fallen by 67%. Yeah. Some others too. This is not the kind of fall that can be recovered soon or yeah. swiftly. Not, I mean, for a very, very long time. So, obviously, a lot of people are going to lose money. Yeah, yeah. They have, they have, they have lost money. Why are you going to lose money? They have lost money. <laughs> yes, yes. That's the sad thing, you know, in all this. Uh, the banks, of course, some people have been saying 2 lakh crore exposure to the Adani company's default and the Indian banking system, I mean, 2 lakh crores is not a small amount. So, would, uh, would have to take huge, huge haircuts and uh, I don't know that, that type of thing is going to happen because as Adani companies have good assets, some of their port assets. And so, it uh, anyway, we are not going too much into Adani, though there is word that there might be asset sales. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, our um, excitement was about the whole concept of short selling and how to make money out of it. <laughs> Uh, the Adani group called it an attack on India and invoked nationalism. There was a flag flying and all that kind of thing. Is it really an attack on India? Oh, not really. Uh, it's not at all, I think. Uh, this type of, uh, you know, Dev Barua, I remember in the late 60s, early 70s, the Congress president used to say, Indra is India. India is Indra. You know, when these things come, you know, it's not, it's not good for Adani. You know, nobody thinks that. And India is, you know, India has gone a long way. If you look at the Indian bourses over the last 30 days, we had jet and etc. etc. The Adani, we have just shrugged off the Adani imbroglio. It's not had a, the Adani stock is not even on the Sensex. Adani stock has about 1 or 2% weightage in the, in the Nifty. So the big point there is that for Adani to think that the entire nation will sort of get concerned, will think of this, is to my mind um, childish. 
it's very childish and i'm happy that people just uh, ignored it you know but this type of rhetoric is not expected from a businessman i think um, you see when a businessman is in trouble and uh, many businessmen are in trouble business is all about uh, risks and uh, setbacks and all that you handle it professionally you don't uh, invoke rhetoric you call investor conferences try to explain and you know uh, it's like that i would have expected him to do that uh, but he didn't do which is a bit unfortunate you mentioned a little while ago the hair cards lic says they are well within control i really don't trust that enough data you see some of these companies na lic for example they might have gotten at the basement at 10 rupees per share you know right in the beginning because adani has been around for a long time so let's say uh, half their portfolio is 10 rupees or 20 rupees and half their portfolio is at 3000 rupees what could be very interesting for any sharp mind to see is in the last two months if the institutions have been propping up the share prior to the issue that would be interesting whether they were buying at that 3000 that anybody can do it they can look at the nsc data not anybody can do it somebody with some and finally how can an indian company and we are talking only of indian companies protect itself against such uh, an attack uh, such a situation such a uh, exposure how can they do it well by um, having a sound financial integrity let me call it that. you know if you a company wants to grow there are some very very basic principles you should borrow within limits your liquidity should always be good that means you must have 3 to 4 months cash in hand to meet your liability the whole cardinal principles of finance if in your desire to grow you throw to the winds all those cardinal principles and start rotating money or start raising your share price then you know you have to pay for it so my only advice to indian companies is see business is all about risk why do you want there are market this risk regulatory risk etc why do you want to add financial risk to it why don't you grow a bit less grow a bit when you want to buy 50 airports why don't you try to manage the airports that you already have so if you able to have financial prudence which is what many good indian companies do you know i mean india has some stellar companies so if you try to uh, with some little equity you want to blow up and you know you start acquiring this acquiring that in fact people like us question the acc acquisition the biggest cement company you know we said why you are into power and ports etc why do you want to get into but then this is not good you know things will catch up with you Tell you, it's it's very brutal. Just one last question, uh, PN. Yes, yeah, sir. Tell me. Was there a factor X at play in Adani's growth? You know, I've been asked this question several times. I don't think so. And that factor X, if you want, I will fully qualify it because I'm not hiding behind anything. And that is political influence. You know, I don't think so. To be honest, you see, Adani has come up very fast. is a gujarati business and prime minister when he had a stint in gujarat to develop his state had excellent relationship with all the uh, state all the entrepreneurs of the state so it's obvious that people would say that uh, mr adani joined the patronage of people but to be honest 
the projects which is undertaken are very difficult mundra port and power transmission they are very difficult projects so to my mind at least forget my bjp background forget my bjp leanings etc uh, to my mind at least there is not enough evidence to say that the adani growth is attributable uh, to factor x as of now but on the other hand you know that uh, you don't get six airports just like that no for that i know so many indian businessmen i, I sit on the- with no background Yes, sir. I see. I sit on the board of ten large Indian companies. I tell you what Adani has, which other Indian businessmen. He has a lot of spunk. I tell you that guy. <laughs> he bets the shop. You know. I've looked at these airports. I looked at these with some other business friends of mine. They say these airports and all won't make any money. This Udan and all a disaster. I don't know why that guy is going. But you know, many of his investments they question. They question the financial. Uh, viability of such projects so i would rather say that he is in a way rushing in with angels fear to tread i mean listen why would you buy airports in some shimoga and some dibrugarh i mean it's uh, the economics of it doesn't uh, don't understand so what he has got but again nobody has done enough research uh, on these things i'm surprised there's no hindenburg in india <laughs> i want people to go you know then mazat right now we are talking a little bit uh, in the spec- realm of speculation maybe you could start one <laughs> i am too old for that <laughs> like- well on that note uh, really you have explained the whole thing uh, you know with uh, uh, naturally without uh, sufficient data but i may still say as a as somebody who has follows but uh, follows business but not uh, deeply entrenched in the financial markets that uh, i think even uh, lenders and uh, others played fast and uh, loose and uh, there were uh, occasions that they could have really raised red flags but you have pointed that out so thank you vn vijay veteran of the markets and an investment banker for the last so many years thank you very much thanks sadat i've enjoyed uh, talking to you today and uh, keep in touch <laughs> i shall i shall you can check out this podcast and other interesting ones on the wire website the ivm podcast website app or wherever else that you get your podcasts goodbye from me siddharth bhatia and the wire talks podcast team